Okay, welcome back. Episode 11. As you can tell, the sack is full. Okay, we got four <laughs> balls here. Okay, a uh, little cramped, but we're going to have a good episode here tonight. Uh, two familiar faces, bottom of your screen, Derek bottom left and Pico bottom right. Up at the top left next to me is joining us uh, a friend of ours from high school, played baseball with him, whatever, Josh Cobell. He's going to help us with NHL when we get to it. But uh, other than that, welcome to the sack. Glad to have you. Thanks, brother. Great to be here. So listen, Cobell was supposed to be with us last week. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't really know what happened. I'm not going to put words in his mouth or anything like that. That's not what we do here. So I'm just going to give the floor to Cobell if he would like. Well, first and foremost, to the three other sackers in here, I definitely do apologize to you guys. Last week should have been my first episode on, but uh, we're here tonight, and I uh, want to take this time to apologize to each and every one of you on the pod and listening at home. Uh, I am sorry for not being here last week. Uh, dinner with the mother-in-law. Uh, she was making Ugh. some soup. It was cold at night. French onion soup. Had to go over. Um, <laughs> but now she knows I'm on the podcast, and any time that we are recording, and if I'm invited back, she will not be making dinner that night, and we will definitely <laughs> be recording, so... Uh, shout out to everybody. I do apologize for not being here this week or last week, but uh, we're here this week. I appreciate that, Kobo. I needed that. So yeah, I feel, I feel a lot better. I feel so. I'm glad, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm back in their good graces, fellas. Because yeah. I was flustered for a minute. Yeah, we mentioned it last time. Uh, Deej was kind of not having it. I was giving you, you know, the benefit of the doubt. Deej was like this. Uh -uh, okay, so done. We're glad. You do we're glad you're here, though. Back. Well, no, he did it. Just depends how you look at it. <laughs> all right. Forget all that. He's here and we're getting into it. First things first, we're doing NHL. Okay. Um, young season. We're about, I don't know, 12, 13, or 10, 11 games in, something like that. Yeah. Very young season. Um, but that's why Cobell is here, along with NFL and World Series that we're going to touch on later. He's here to help us uh, get into NHL. And give us some reactions of some storylines that have been going on. Obviously, all of us follow the panties. Uh, they've been underperforming. We will talk about them. Um, but other than that, Cobell, what do you got for us on the panties, please? What isn't there to talk about with this team, man? <laughs> well, first off, our head coach that we hired after last year when we had an interim head coach because our original head coach from the start of the season had allegations come back and surface from 2010. Um, uh, we were high flying last year scoring, I mean, upwards of four goals a game on average at home and at home, we were scoring five, six a night and every, every game was electric and going back and forth with teams, six, five, five, four, you know, five, three. And this year it's just, we're still scoring goals, but not at the clip. And the team looks a little bit different than it was last year. Uh, obviously some new faces came in. You got Matthew Kachuk in the big trade from Calgary, uh, sending Huberto, Uyghur, a minor leaguer and a first round pick back to Calgary. Um, and it's definitely reshaped a couple of the lines and our two big guys, Anthony Duclair and Ekblad have been hurt. So to start the season, it's been a little bit of shuffling. Um, but man, the power play is just absolutely horrific. This season, we're at 13% and last mm -hmm. year we're at 24%. I know. Yeah, it's it's, it's been gross. They've, they're too passive. Nobody's shooting the puck. And you know, going back and forth with the power play and the penalty kill, I think we're bottom five in each. I think the penalty kill or the power play, we're in third, third to last. 
for the team that scored the most goals and won the President's Trophy last year. I know we you know gave got rid of Huberto, uh, who had a hundred and you know fourteen assists or whatever his number was last year, but. Uh, it just doesn't look the same. The guys don't look like they were ready to start the season. It's been definitely pretty slow. Um, we have picked it up a little bit towards the end of this road trip here. We went two and two, one last night, thank God, or else today would have been a little bit more aggravating to talk about them. But, uh, <laughs> other than that, yeah, slow start um, for the guys sitting in sixth place, I believe, right now, and just uh, not looking so too good. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. Can't, can't, can't fully complain yet. But Our record is still play. over 500, but every time we creep a little bit closer to 500, um, my, my pitchfork and my fire are getting a little bit closer to the arena, start seeing some heads on spikes. Mm. <laughs> they have yeah, a good so, homestand coming up, though, right? Yeah, seven out of All the right. next eight. So November will yeah. be a packed game. If you live in South Florida or you're traveling to Florida, definitely check out FLA Live Arena. Well, the many names that it's been recently, <laughs> FLA Live <laughs> Arena. Um, there's been games where I've been at where there's less than 2,000 people. And the last couple of years, we've been getting, you know, 15,000, 16,000. The stadium's been rocking. Uh, team's been good, high flying. Like I said last year, we were scoring a crazy clip. Scored, uh, you know, broke a lot of, lot of records last year with goal scoring. And um unfortunately the goals have dropped off but we're still giving up a bunch of goals so uh, you know the homestand <clears> you're probably gonna see hopefully six seven goals if you're taking some overs um but yeah hopefully it'll be uh, some rocking arenas we got some good teams coming into town so um team just needs to i i it realistically for me as a biased fan i'm hoping for at least six wins at the next date uh but we got some we got some really big names coming into town you got the hurricanes up first on wednesday then you got the Oilers, Connor McDavid, who I think is arguably going to go down as a top three to five player ever to play the game once all said and done. Um, you have the greatest goal scorer of all time, Alexander Ovechkin, coming in. Um, Huberto and Uyghur are coming in on the 19th of November, so that'll be a, a fun game. I hate Mackenzie Uyghur, by the way. We'll get into that a little bit later <laughs> on. But, um, but yeah, definitely if, if you're in the area and you're uh, in South Florida, definitely go go check out a game because these guys uh, should be pretty good uh, going down the stretch this year. Yeah. One thing I, uh, I want to touch on, uh, I'm not a casual fan, but I just started really watching the NHL the past few years. And last year to touch on the goal scoring thing. I mean, anyone who watches the team can tell that the offense was a lot more electric. They were just, they were scoring at a higher clip. Like you're saying last year, they led the league 3.99 goals per game. So that's four goals a game. That's absurd. This year, they're all the way down to 3.2 goals per game. Uh, and like you said, the power play percentage, uh, terrible. They're down to 11% in net power play percentage. Last year, to put it in perspective, they almost were at 20%, 19.6. So there's your difference. I don't know if the trade with Huberdeau um, and uh, the guy Kachuk from, uh, from Calgary has anything to do with it. Obviously, the chemistry was broken up when they made all those trades but obviously also something wasn't working um they had a great year it's it's tough to think that they could have had a better regular season than they did last year um and it didn't work so they had to make a change um and i still you know obviously this season's young and they'll have time to gel together and hopefully put it together and become that panties team that we need them to be on this podcast are you kidding me um yeah good a good panthers team goes a long way especially with the boys are you kidding dude and in south florida i feel like people don't appreciate them as much as we need to but i mean at least we appreciate the panties on this pod and my friends appreciate the panties and that's they all appreciate. That matters. they appreciate <laughs> so i want to get your reaction cobell um on the trade that happened 
Uh, obviously, it was Huberto for what is that guy's name? You want to say that his name for Matthew Kachuk? It starts uh, with I said a T. It. It's very confusing. Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, I said it correctly. I said Kachuk. Yeah, you were so good. Uh, Chuck Chucky to make it easier. They call him Chucky e. Cheese. So here was here was my <laughs> Chucky <e>. Cheese. <laughs> uh, so my rip when the uh, when the trade first happened was okay. Uh, we couldn't afford Huberto, and we had to let him go. This guy that we got from Calgary is younger. Uh, allegedly, he's going to be just as expensive as Huberto is, even though he's younger. We may get more years out of him. Um, I was kind of shocked that they did trade Huberto, but uh, I do like that they got this young kid. The fact that I think he's like three or four years younger than Huberto yeah. is. Um, so I do like that, um, but I want to get your reaction to see if, you know, do you think it's something that is is going to be a problem long term? Or do you think maybe it is something where they just have to get adjusted to playing with each other and find that groove? Yeah, I think, you know, any time with a trade or, you know, any time in the offseason sport, not even just NHL, but any sports, you have guys going out the door, new guys coming in. So it, it definitely takes a little bit. And with hockey, it's a little bit easier than just say like NFL, uh, because you do play a couple games a week. So it is a little bit easier. But yeah, definitely, especially Barkov. Barkov, I mean, the, his Instagram post when Huberto got traded, like was just heartbreaking because those guys came up together in the minors, were playing together, you know, from the start. And um that was his best friend. And I think that they really came into themselves last year. It's a shame that Huberto, yeah, Huberto was on the last year of his contract. And I don't think the Panthers with their cap current cap space right now uh, could have afforded him uh, for the deal that he wanted and Mackenzie Weger. So it did make sense to make that trade. Obviously they did sign Kachuk to a pretty solid deal. Um, he'll be in South Florida for the next, you know, seven plus years. Uh, making, making, I think, a nine and a half or 9.7, just a little bit under Barkov and uh, Burbovsky's 10 million a year. But yeah, what he brings is something that we definitely lacked last year. He is a gritty, all up in your face, no bullshit from the refs, no bullshit from any other team. I don't know if you guys were watching the game on Saturday, but he took on the Kings goalie and two other players, like in a scrum after the, you know, the goalie saved it. So he's yeah. just going up to people's faces and he didn't get a stupid suspension for being a dumbass. And uh, after uh, quick, the Kings goalie made a save. He like stuck his stick in the mask and mm. he ended up getting a two game suspension, nice. um, which is not what you want to see, obviously as a, you know, a hockey fan, but, I do like the grittiness he brings aside from those, yes, sir. You know, some, some penalties, but yeah, the, the, the main difference between him and Huberto, Huberto is a pass first guy. And that's where you see, you know, his assist numbers the last three years have been climbing. I think he was up in the eighties, nineties. And then last year he broke the record for a left winger assist with a hundred and I think it was 113, 114 assists. And he was incredible. Don't get me wrong. I love him. I miss him. I hope he, you know, has a great rest of his career, not against the Panthers, obviously, but uh, mm -hmm. the other side of that is Kachuk is a goal scorer. And he is our points leader this year, which obviously, you know, you had a, know about just because of his attitude and he has a head down mentality go to the net and you know tip pucks be dirty push a guy out of the way for you know a defender slap shot coming in so uh, he does lead the team right now even though he is suspended or was suspended last night and will be suspended on Wednesday in 12 games he has 17 <clears throat> points with five goals and 12 assists and I think he's really gelling with Barkov um, they've been playing together on the first line it's going to be interesting to see what happens when he does come back um, because they they had a, a good success last night with a couple of the shifted lines with him being suspended. Um, so I, I think in the long run, the Panthers will be better off um, as long as they clean up some stuff on the defensive end, and that'll lead me into talking shit about Mackenzie Weger. Uh, Mackenzie, if you're listening, I hate you. 
Uh, <laughs> if you guys don't remember, uh, game two in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year uh, against the Lightning, we were tied with uh, under five seconds left. Five and seconds. Under what could possibly go wrong? Going <laughs> About to go into OT to hopefully tie the series up 1-1. And this guy is the biggest airhead, lapse of judgment, and just a complete dumbass when it comes to defending. Great offensive defenseman, don't get me wrong, but just a complete, utter freaking bot on defense. <laughs> and he is just, so long story short, five seconds, the guy was behind the net and two defenders, he was the second defender to chase him behind the net and Kucherov made a nasty pass out front. They score with four seconds, five seconds in South Florida going home to Tampa Bay, take a two nothing lead. It just completely killed the momentum and killed the series and lightning ended up sweeping us. And they're our big brother. I mean, it, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. We beat them in the regular season, which is great. But the last two times in the playoffs, they've gotten, you know, they've gotten to us. And until we beat them, I think that'll be, I'm scared to say it, but I think that might be our Stanley cup if we do beat them. And then the next round might be a little bit scary going into it, but you got to get there first and you got to, you know, play the games and, yeah, but they they're uh, they're a scary team, definitely in the East. They're a little bit lackluster right now, but um, but yeah. And then the whole Mackenzie Weger thing, going back to him, he is just uh, every time on the ice, it, the defensive mishap would happen. He would charge up too much on the ice on offense, or be just completely out of position behind the net or on the sideboards instead of being the defender out in front of the net, either blocking shots or pushing out the opposing players out of you know the goalie's view. So um, I'm happy he's gone. Uh, we gave up a. a career minor leaguer i think he only had you know a handful of nhl games under his belt but the first round pick hockey's a little bit different with first round picks and you see it nba and nfl they're throwing around first round picks like it's crazy so who really knows you know what that'll end up coming out to be but overall i would say i would great grade the trade like a seven and a half eight out of ten for the panthers um i don't think we would have signed huberto for the money that he wanted Definitely wouldn't have signed Mackenzie Weger for what he wanted. He got a crazy, I think, six, seven-year deal for like 50, 60, 70 million, whatever it ended up being. But yeah. um, overall, I like the trade. I think the Panthers are going in the right direction. There's a couple of deadweight guys like we always have on defense. Mark Stoll is just a grandpa out there. Um, he Dead is just consistently getting beat. And yeah, so... Um, but yeah, I, I, again, I like where we're going. I like the team. I hate the head coach. I think we will probably end up exiting in the second round again this year in the playoffs. Uh, we will be. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm Here we go. Yeah, trying, to, try, <laughs> trying to be honest here with you fellas, but, uh, That's fine. I'm hoping Stanley cup. That'd be great. I'll definitely come down for a couple of games and, um, but yeah, man, uh, just need to pick it up. And obviously, like you mentioned, Karch, the, uh, the power play and the penalty kill definitely need to get out of the, the bottom five of the league if we're going to make any types of moves uh, later on in the year. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Um, Panthers, I, it. it's, fun, it's funny because when they were 4-1 and one to start the year, my brother texted me and he was like, hey, one of my friends said that the Panthers aren't that good this year. And I was like, eh, I don't know what you're talking about. They're 4-1. and one, They're winning <laughs> games. They, they may not be scoring like they were last year, but – Nah, I was wrong. Uh, they are not the same team. They are not nearly as good at this moment. Do I think they can turn it around? Sure. Um, but, you know, we're disappointed right now. It is what it is. We will circle back to NHL uh, in a week or two. So don't worry. Cobell will be back. Uh, hopefully we have better things to say about the panties and worse things to say about the lightning. Uh, with that being said, we're going to move right along. Okay, next topic. Moving into the NFL, we're going to go over our picks from week nine. As you guys know, 
pretty easy sheet last week. I missed every single play. So it was better this week. I gave you five plays, three winners, two losers, uh, a little bit better output. We were at least green. So here we go. Packers money line. We'll talk about them when we get to the game. They suck. Certified ass program. Okay. Uh, and they were part of our best bets program as well. So sorry about that one. Falcons plus three and a half. Uh, usually I don't bet the hook, but in this case, it gave me a dub because they lost by three last second field goal. I'm here for it. Uh, Seahawks plus three. That was the easiest thing. I don't really know what else to say. Kyler is he's trash and we'll fade him every single chance we think is good. Rams money line was one Tom Brady drive away from being a dub. So we were close to four in one day and bears plus five. Look, we'll talk about them a little bit more in depth in a second, but they put up a good fight against Miami. Justin Fields looks like he could be the best running back in the league. Uh, <laughs> so that one was cash as well. Three and two day for you. Not the best, not the worst. Um, Deej, you have a short sheet. Please, what do you have? Very short sheet. Only went with four picks. Uh, Billy Boys minus 11 and a half. Lost by three, so just a little off there. Uh, <laughs> so with Brees Hall being gone, I kind of thought Billy's was mortal. I think everyone kind of did, but the Jets looked pretty good. Uh, and Bill's offense just never really got it going. I have a stat for you. I did some homework, if you don't mind. So I, uh, interrupt me. <laughs> I, I tallied our picks. Okay. Oh. By the way, Tone, Tone oh, is yeah. two. He's two two picks under five hundred. Deej oh, is me? three three picks under five hundred. Nice. And I am also three picks under five hundred. So does we that are include, all right there. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Does that include like any time touchdown scores and everything? Great question. That does not include those. That only includes right. spread or money line bets. Okay. Good. Fair. Does not include over unders. Does not include any oh. time or any kind of player props. No over unders. Okay? No over unders. So we're bad, so, not bad. Putting that right, into so perspective, this is why bad. I brought it up. Uh, Deej, you three of your losses, you've taken the Billies three times as favorites. You've lost every single time. So maybe we just pump the brakes on, <laughs> on the Billies. <laughs> mortal. So the one mortal that they the week they club. Exactly. So you got to keep riding. Uh, okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead with your Anyways, sheet. before I was rudely interrupted, Seahawks money line, that was so easy. Gino yeah, is that dude. Uh, they Sorry. went by 10. Tyler stinks. Rams plus three. Easy little push. Tom scored with what? 17 Bro, seconds. Nine seconds. Nine yeah. seconds. Yeah. No, it was under it was under 10 seconds for sure. Yeah. So uh easy push there. And then we got Ravens money <clears throat> two and a half tonight. And I'm not sure about it. <laughs> so right now we have uh one one and one card with Ravens uh gonna be the tipping point tonight. Showing minus one and a half now, but I already locked in minus two and a half. So no, you're you you already you already made the pick to the viewers at home. So I'm saying we're right. You're locked in. Ravens by three. Okay. Oh, I need you. <laughs> Don't go Coach, ahead, I gotta, please. I got a I got a I got one quick question for you. Oh please, please. Does my record above underneath five hundred include my bitch ass teasers? No, no, it oh. does not. All right. No, so, so your bitch ass those teasers in, are I'm, safe. I'm probably yeah. All right, cool. Well, I'm I'm actually even on those throughout the year, so I yeah, think so your record's still some... the same. All right, so let me go through this card real quick. <laughs> he was trying to scratch uh, out more green. <laughs> Patriots minus six, mortal lock, my best bet of the week. That was cash. Sir. Um, Minnesota and Washington. Tyler Heineke sucks. <laughs> or Taylor, bro, that guy. I picked him up in is. fantasy too. I was in there. That even worse. That guy fucking stinks. <laughs> Heineken, I'm gonna call him like the beer. That shit's ass. <laughs> Over 43 and a half. I was that. Did that get close? I don't even know what the 30, score was of that game. 30, yeah, okay. nah, they we're, we're a touchdown away, away, but 
Hunter at halftime, it was like 7-0. So it wasn't looking too hot to begin with. Yeah. Um, so, and then I had Lions plus three and a half, outright winner. So I have two job. and one on those plays. Um, bitch-ass teasers went one and one. Um, I mean, the first one was just as stress-free as you can get for the day. Bengals money line and Patriots plus one and a half. Yes. So that was probably the best bet I've ever put together in my entire life. <laughs> um, and then this other one, car chatted me on the train, Falcons plus 10, because they got that dog in them. Uh, that was cash. And then um, somebody that we talked about, Karch, I'm adding this team. I'm starting my own blacklist, yeah. and this will be the first team I add on there. Um, the Raiders, fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Uh, I had them plus six. They lost by seven. So we were one point away. You might as well count it as a win from being two and oh, um, of course. you know, on, on those teasers. And then my oh, touchdown bets, oh, and three. Sorry. Yeah. So we're not going to, we're not <laughs> going to talk but, about those. You know, those are, those are just like little sprinkles. So if you took sprinkles. like a little best bet of the week action, which you'd fucking slam, you know, you're two and in, one in on Alliance. the best bets. Look, two and one two on and the best one. bets. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is, but. All in all, pretty good. Yeah, not the not the not the worst card. gave you gave you a handful no. of winners there. We're gonna keep, hope to keep that momentum rolling into week ten. Uh, but before we do that, let's look at a few games from week nine because they're actually when you were looking at the slate, it looked kind of dead. Uh, but there were some intriguing games. Obviously, a lot of surprise upsets, surprise outcomes. First one we're gonna talk about: Miami Dolphins and Chicago Bears. Let me uh let me give my rip on it and then I'll hand it off to Tone. My rip, very easy. Dolphins <clears throat> elite. Okay. They can compete with anyone offensively. I don't really care. They got Wilson, they got Bradley Chubb. I really like them. They scored 35 points with ease. They had 28 with like 10 minutes left in the third quarter. Yes. And I thought they were going to drop 40. I'm surprised they didn't. Uh ultimately held on for a three-point win. On the other side of that, Chicago, they didn't get the win, but man, they look really good. Justin Fields looks really good. Uh, and they're doing similar what the Falcons do. They're staying true to who they are and what they do well. They're just running you to death with the football. I think they got four straight games over 200 yards. Justin Fields, uh, rook, or I'm sorry, quarterback record for rushing yards with a, a buck 78 last week. So they look really good. I don't think they're going to make any noise in terms of playoffs, but you can't look at them anymore week to week and be like, oh, it's the Bears. We can just look over them because they'll beat you and they'll beat the shit out of you like they did to the Patriots. Tone, what do you got? Um, my takeaway is Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell are the best one-two punch in the NFL. Because just like you said, they scored 35 with ease. I mean, those guys are unreal. I, I'm watching the tracker on ESPN as I'm driving, um, you know, safe, safely at the red light. I'm yeah. safely at the red light watching the tracking. <laughs> Somebody's the reading you the stats. <laughs> and exactly. The the passing arrow just goes like this the entire time. It's just like 40-yard pass, 30-yard <laughs> pass, Tyreek Hill. Like, they don't do anything else besides throw the ball downfield. Um, so it's exciting. Um, I think they can, as Karch said, compete with, like, anybody in the league um, on any given day. So um, another takeaway, I'm glad that I picked up Justin Fields in fantasy before um, this game took place because – that would have been somebody I probably wouldn't have gotten on the waiver wire. And mm -hmm. I have Lamar Jackson on a buy next week. So that's my second takeaway. Nice. Very nice. Okay. Next game we got uh, Green Bay and Detroit. Look, I'll talk about it real quick. Green Bay was my best bet that loss on our, 
our sheet of three bets. Uh, they're just they're just not good, dude. Like <laughs> nothing about them is good. And Aaron Rodgers wants to blame his wide receivers up until this point. If you watch the game, this was not on the wide receivers. This was on Aaron Rodgers being trash quarterback. Okay, so. They have a lot of issues. Uh, Aaron Rodgers does look a little old, dare I say, and he has no help at the receiver position. All he's got is Aaron Jones in the backfield and A.J. Dillon, and they don't even utilize A.J. Dillon like that anymore. So he's got one viable skill player, no weapons outside. They're in trouble. The Vikings are taking off. I don't think they're going to catch him. Uh, no. They're definitely they're fighting an uphill battle even to try and get into the playoffs. Uh, Tone. The Bears are better than they are. I agree. I think the Bears yeah. are the number one contender if we're talking in those terms for the Vikings. Yeah, I think that they would give them a much better game than Green Bay would, for sure. I agree. But uh, I'll pass it to one of these lovely-looking gentlemen who look like they want to say something. Bro, I just keep giving it. Every time I look at Cobell, I keep forgetting that he has his glasses in front of his sun juice, so I just keep <laughs> <laughs> I can't see what I didn't happened. even realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Me either. I just keep giggling. You can see it better from the side. Oh, God. Let me, let, me, let me jump in on Aaron Rodgers really quick. Please Either do. he's completely Please. drugged out or he wants to be the Jeopardy host so bad and he's giving <laughs> a crack at it because he looks lost. And I saw a clip on Twitter today. He had Robert Tunyon open for a touchdown and ended up throwing the ball like six rows into the stands instead of getting a <laughs> touchdown. It was almost it's like just... he bet on the Lions. It was crazy. <laughs> he's just not seeing it, bro. He looks whack out there. The Green Bay offense yeah. is whack. They are tanking. Uh, I think they lost five straight, which is like the f- yeah, first or second time in a long time that Aaron yeah. Rodgers has, has that in his career. Five in a row. They're tanking, dude. So we're going to move right along. Next game, uh, and another interesting outcome, okay? New York Jets, 20-17 to 17 over the Buffalo Bills. And I said just a few minutes ago, I think Miami could compete with anyone in the league, and I'll tell you why. That's the, the outcome right there tells you why. The Bills, who we thought were immortal, uh, are not clearly the Jets just took them out, and that's no slight to New York. All right, I think they're a good program. We were talking about on a couple episodes ago how even though Brees Hall got hurt, we thought that the move getting James Robinson showed that they were still trying to win it. Um, they were showing their guys and and everyone, their fans, that they were still trying to be competitive. And there's your outcome right there. Like they're not rolling over. They're still playing week to week, and they're a good program. Uh, Wilson is not the best quarterback, but the defense is top tier. The defense is, and he's good enough. You're coach. exactly right, Derek. And their coach got them boys playing. Yeah. Uh, and their clamps, look, you can hold the Buffalo Bills to 17 points. I'm pretty sure no one has done that yet this year. So Who's that corner wanna... they have? Oh, Ahmad Gardner, yeah. Sauce Gardner. Sauce. Dude, that guy, I like that kid. Yeah, Mr. Clamps. He locks up top receivers, yeah. bro. He's crazy. Yeah. It's an easy lockdown. So, And when you can take out the top receiver of the opposing offense that easily – uh, it frees you up to do a lot of other other, uh, other stuff in terms of blitz packages um, and disguising your blisses at the line of scrimmage. So the Jets are good. The Jets are here to stay, um, and we'll keep tracking them throughout the rest of the year. Uh-huh. Um, next game we're going to go to, real quick, Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins beat mm. his old team, first time returning to Washington, 120-17. You, like you, you like that? You like that? Did you guys uh, see the video? Say, you yes, get, with the chains, with the, with the chains, chains and all the. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Come on, he's, he's the he's the best he's the best one o'clock quarterback to ever live. <laughs> and he's a complete complete one eighty in prime time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. But look, the Vikings got Hawkinson. He was involved heavily. I think he had eight yeah. or nine catches, eighty yeah. or ninety yards. So 
we they did what they thought what we thought they were going to do in terms of spacing the field out that offense even though they only put up 20 points they were pretty much in control the vikings or i'm sorry the commanders took the lead um at one point in the second half but the vikings did what good teams do they found a way to win uh and they are rolling seven and one six in a row i believe running away with the division no one's close uh so they look really good and i'm just really proud of the fact that we called them to win the division on this podcast so moving right along next game tom brady against the rams uh mm. i obviously picked the rams money line it was looking great i had them as the last leg in a three-teamer so that was kind of mm. pain for me we- but let me uh let me pass it off to uh to one of my hosts you guys can talk about tom brady before i talk about the rams oh let me let me take the first step i'm gonna go on the record here put my name on the line tom yeah. brady is the best divorce quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. I have a question. When when the Rams when the Rams punted because I didn't watch the game, but when the Rams punted the ball when they didn't get a first down and Bro, they gave yeah. Tom Brady the ball back, that should have been down to the one. Why? why you know it? I don't know what happened. I feel like they got the ball at like the like in the Rams territory. They only had to go sixty yards. They were okay. Yeah, I don't think the ball went all the way down. Wait, am I thinking of something totally different? I'm talking about their no, last so drive. Punt that landed right yeah, the last the drive, T- Tampa Bay was at the 40-yard line. So they only had 60 yards to get to the end zone. Obviously, they had to get into the end zone to win. A field like goal was not going to do it. But there's they had less than a minute. And here's the thing. There's two things that you can't let happen in that situation as a defense. You can't let them get deep chunk plays down the middle of the field. Okay. Is that what happened? And you also, and you also cannot let them get out of bounds. And those are the only two things that happen. Okay. Ah. The first play was like a 35, 40 yard rip right over the middle. It's rigged. Right Bro, over the middle. Bro, because that happened quick. They were in the end Dude. zone and like no problem. And then and then even they get into the red zone and they're letting them catch these little out routes and they're getting five, three, four yards. And I'm like, what is going on? And I think, sure enough, was that dude, their first touchdown of the of the game? Yes. If yeah. So yes. It, was the, it was like the easiest fucking thing. It took of all them time. 59 minutes to score a touchdown, game winning touchdown. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, just to touch on the Rams real quick, not to we already talked about, you know, how they played such dog defense and let the, the Bucks walk right down the field. But on that last play when he threw the touchdown to the tight end, I think Owit or something like that. If you watch the replay, all everybody's eyes are in the backfield. It was play action, but you can't expect a run there not with the fact that they had no timeouts okay they're not going to run the football you know a pass is coming how can you get fooled that, that bad how is the coaching that poor that you can't say okay play action watch for play action everybody was watching that play action read everybody bid on it there was no one left for the tight end he walked right in i lost my three-legger and i'm in pain <laughs> not gonna say not gonna say the bucks are back but it was really good to see them get a win um even at four and five they are tied or i believe they are in first because they won the tie break with atlanta so they're sitting really, in, first really? in the division they're gonna yeah. get a home it's, game in the playoffs Ew. it's disgusting <laughs> wait tampa yeah it's gross yeah. and they'll win they'll win yeah. the game too yeah. They'll, yeah. They'll, they'll be in they'll the, the Seahawks next for week. Sure. they're back to being done you know smith is taking over sunday night all right, next segment on the NFL, look ahead to week 10. Uh, the boys are dialed in, okay? We're going to give you some good plays here, okay? So, so dial in with us, okay. all right? First game we're going to talk about, Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith, 6-3, and three, going into, well, technically a home, ba- home game for Tampa Bay, but it is being played in Germany at Bayern Munich Stadium. 9.30 a.m. start, which we love waking up to football. We love it. 
Uh, line sits right now. Tampa Bay favored minus two and a half points. Um, Deej, what do you got on it? Well, this is very easy. So when you ran off to the bathroom because you had a sketchy fart and you had to go poop, the boys and I were talking. Okay. So Cobell and Tone love the Bucks. Cobell gave us the point. Giselle is German. It's being played in Germany. So he's saying he's going to take it to the Germans. But I say we fade the Germans. He's also 65 years old. He is jet lagged. He's playing at 8.30 in the morning. Why the fuck would you take him? Take Geno Smith money line. Okay. Older people wake up earlier. Yeah, but he's so tired. It's not 9.30 in Germany. Well, that's also true. It's 9.30 here. <laughs> Wait, what time is it in Germany? They're, they're six hours behind or ahead yeah. of us. So it's, so it's three. It's like three, three be way too Midday. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't get me off that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's what we're on. Yeah, I like the Bucks. I don't bet against Tom Brady. I don't do it. I just – it's that simple fact alone. You know Smith. I don't. Yeah, care. I just I just went against Tom Brady. I got bit in the last minute. So there's your yeah. proof right there. Deej, look, the Seahawks also. I will say, I told you, I kept track on our picks. The Seahawks have treated you and I very well. We are both undefeated no. picking the Seahawks this year. No, uh, so they've treated us well. So we got Kobe and Tone on the Bucks. Deej on the Seahawks. I'm not going to make a pick right now. Although yeah, I can sure. tell you, I'm. Pretty sure I'm going to make a pick uh, come card time. So next game, Minnesota Vikings, Buffalo Bills. Uh, intriguing matchup. Two really good offenses, two really good teams. Vikings 7-1 and one after their win over the Commanders. Buffalo 6-2 and two after their loss to the Jets. Um, one thing I will say, and my dad and I were talking about this. He's a Vikings fan, and we'll get him on the pod here one of these times. But uh, the Vikings are going to be in for it. Because, you know, this is a bounce back game for the Bills. You know, they do not like that they just lost to the Jets and they're going to come out hungry. Now, I'm not saying the Vikings can't win because I'm a believer in the Vikings. I think they're a good team and I think they have the offense to compete with the Bills, but they're on the road. Going to Buffalo is not good. And, you know, Buffalo is going to be juiced up. So, you know, they're going to have to bring their A game and they're going to have to drop at least 30, 35 points to win this game. I like them covering, though. Yeah, six and a half. That's 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 fair. That's fair. Tony, you got anything? Yeah, Josh Allen has Tommy John problems. He's got a UCL injury. Where'd you see that? It's hurt. That looked, that looked nice. My sources, my sources like told me. Hold on, wait, let me. No, there was. <laughs> he just, sources say that Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen, is dealing with the UCL in his right elbow. Uh-oh. You don't need some so... Tommy John. He can't, he can't wing that thing. But I'm it's just saying, a, I don't know. I don't know what his status is. I don't know if it's different for football and baseball. But like, that's not really something you want to hear. It's not wait. A, I just I'm seeing the headline as we speak right now. No, no, Josh no. Allen being evaluated. My sources. For a we UCL broke it injury. here first. We broke it. <laughs> you don't see any report. It's not out yet. <laughs> I will talk about the tweet that I saw. You're late, right. Late last night. sources just called. There's a pico bomb. Okay. Uh oh. Exactly. <laughs> All right. No, but um. I mean, yeah, the Viking. I mean, if it just depends on if he plays or not. If he doesn't play, I mean, the Vikings should. I mean, I would grab that Vikings now just in case he doesn't play. If he doesn't, or if he does play, then you just ride with the six and a half. But if he doesn't play, you've got a great number. So, I'm saying that's true. So, moving right along to the next game, uh, I think Tone, you have a bet yeah, for I us mean, in the Detroit and Chicago. A, after a quick scan of the board, this is the play that 
stood out to me. That is probably the easiest play on the board. Bears yeah. minus three. I don't think it's ever been easier. Give me the mushy shit. <laughs> We're coming off a good week. So a game they could have easily won, probably, or at least tied. They should have at least tied the game and gone to overtime. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean, Fields looks great. He's kind of taking that next step. Um, the Lions defense is absolute garbage and Swiss cheese son, will yeah. be taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I expect them to play well, run the ball a lot, fuck up the Lions, and I'm um they might win by 10. Sure, you're falling into my trap when I took them against the Cowboys. Well, you're coming off hot, hot. Hot, hot. This is a, I'm falling into it. I'm I'm in. Best bet of the week. All right. Fuck it. All right. Uh, next game we'll touch on. Um, I think, Hobel, you can lead us off with this one. It is Cleveland and Miami. And let me just add my uh, little spiel about it real quick. Line sits at minus four. I don't hate it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> I love Miami. Could it be a trap? Perhaps. Uh, the Browns, a competitive program, sure. But I think Miami at home, I think they got the offense to blow them out. Um, Deshaun Watson is not back yet. So, Cobell, what do you got for me? At this point in time, my friend, you got to ride the Dolphins overs. They're giving up points. They're scoring a shit ton. And I think, you know, the game against the, the Bills was a little bit low scoring and then against the Steelers. But they're putting up a shit ton of points with, uh, we mentioned earlier, Tyreek and Jalen Waddle opposite of each other. I think 48 might be a little bit too low. Um got to trust the Browns to score a couple touchdowns but uh I'm going with the over 48 and a half add it to the card yeah I don't hate that play um two good offenses again usually over-unders come down to the losing team how many points are they going to score and I'm with you I think the Browns could get two maybe three touchdowns if not two to three scores so next game we're going to touch on uh this is a game I love okay love this game this might be my best bet of the week uh, you got New Orleans Saints traveling into Pittsburgh, taking on mm. Kenny Pickett and George Pickens, the two and six Steelers line sits at New Orleans minus two and a half right now. New Orleans hasn't played yet. So currently they're three and five. We're awaiting the result of them to play the Ravens tonight on Monday. Um, short and sweet. Give me Pittsburgh winning the game, covering the spread, all that. Uh, I think, yeah, they lost a little bit, giving away Claypool to the Bears. But similar to what happened in Jacksonville, allowing ETN to shine, I think you're going to see George Pickens kind of take that next step in season, and we're going to see him start to pop off and put up some nice numbers for a rookie. So I like Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh to turn it around. Kenny Pickett has rapport with Pickens already. Uh, They're just going to target him more because someone's going to take those targets that Claypool had. Give me Pittsburgh plus two and a half, buy it to three if you're scared, and give me the money line as well. We're going to double dip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So next game, moving right along. Um, we're going to talk about the Monday night game. How does that sound? Good. Sounds great. Mm. All right. Washington <laughs> and Philadelphia. Yeah, it sounds bad on paper, uh, but Washington, 11 points. Um, Monday night game. Under. The over under could be a good play. Yeah, it could be a good play. Uh, I don't know if I have a feel yet on the spread. Obviously, I like the Eagles to win this game. There really is no way that they should lose. However, <clears throat> sitting at 8-0, and you would think they're due for a loss at some point, but we've been saying that for a month now. So I don't know if they're going to lose. They definitely shouldn't lose this game. Um, let me just say one thing. Devontae Smith has gotten lost on this offense. Um, he had one good week, which is why I'm going to start him in fantasy because he had one good week this, <laughs> this year against the commanders back in like week two or three popped off for like 160 yards, two touchdowns. 
So although I've started him the past two or three weeks when he's been held under 50 receiving yards um, and five out of his eight starts this year, he's been held under 50 receiving yards. I'm sliding him into the lineup. If you have him, I still don't think you may not have a better option. So give him one last chance on primetime Monday night to get you the dub in fantasy. Um, but other than that, I don't know why they're not using him. AJ Brown is still There's making AJ plays Brown. with right, but doesn't that mean Devontae Smith is supposed to be open too? And I get if AJ Brown mm-hmm. is open, you're gonna throw him the ball, but how is he not even getting targets? Like his target share is not even there. And that's what I'm really concerned about too. AJ's just been too nice. Keep going after him. It hurts yeah. us running the ball effectively as well. And Miles that's Sanders true. has scored in four straight Sanders games. So it's, yeah, Sanders has kind of taken off too. Goddard. Yeah, I mean, they, they run the ball well, and like A.J. Brown is dominating in the air attack. Yeah, yeah I so, agree. A lot of mouths to feed, yeah. so maybe that's the answer right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it's going to be a good season. Look, we just passed the halfway point. We got another half to go, um, and we're going to do another recap. We'll give you guys another rankings in probably another three weeks because I think it's going to shift a little bit more since a couple weeks ago when we did it. Mm-hmm. Bitch ass so that being alert. said, Bitch that ass being teaser said, alert. it is time. <laughs> For Tone's bitch-ass teaser of the week, uh, right. it was constructed carefully. It was constructed with TLC, uh-huh. okay? And if you don't take it, you're an idiot. Go ahead. Right, well, this, this, this thing is going to smack. All right, I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm not scared. I'm a little worried. I'm, I'm scared. I'm worried. I'm not scared. I'm Here fading. we go. All right, off a of buy. Cards, you might like this. Mm-hmm. Off a of buy. You're going to mm-hmm. get uh, – you're going to grab mm-hmm. – you don't need seven points this mm-hmm. week, people. Mm-hmm. In the past, mm-hmm. I've done I've done seven points. This week, you I already know where we're going. Six. Let me hear. You only need six people. Here we go. Off a of bye, home game. Teams, you know, looking to take that next step. Maybe compete for a division title if things go well. Karch has got his ear. Here we go. Giants. They're minus six and a half. Grab them in the teaser. Minus a half a point, basically, to win the game. You got your money yes, line. Sir. Here we go. There you All go. Right. Second team. I believe in second chances. I'm gonna unblacklist this team. Raiders? Oh, no. No. In the same episode, in the same episode <laughs> that I blacklisted them, I'm oh, now coming back. I'm giving them a second chance, and no. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Look, it's Raiders minus six. You grab the six points money line. I'll tell you why. The Colts have been a absolute mess we have jeff saturday i don't care it's his first nfl (laughs) it's it's i don't care until until they prove me wrong i will bet against him it just so happens that they're playing the raiders this week i would take any team that they were playing it just so happens to be the team i blacklisted about 35 minutes ago (laughs) giants raiders not not hard here we go Money lines to win the game, both. So that's my teaser for the week. Uh, here's my take on it, Tone. Sure. I love it. No, right. I love it. And I'll, yeah. I, I, the first leg I absolutely love because my gut rip on the Giants-Texans game is, yeah, the Giants are coming off a bye. They're at home. Texans are dog water. Uh, I liked the Texans to cover this past week against Philadelphia, and they did. I like mm-hmm. them to cover again, although I am pretty confident in the Giants going to pull this win out, but I don't think they're going to win by seven points. So I love that. Teaser's looking good. I'm riding again, just like I did when it was Giants and Dolphins a few weeks ago. And there you have it. Free money. We're just dishing out free money. And if second you guys chances, don't take it, baby. Believe in no, the second chance. 
They were just yeah. blacklisted. You can't unblacklist a blacklisted no. team in the same. We're episode. giving a second chance. Everybody deserves a second chance. Second I chance. Will well, I will never bet on the Raiders ever again. <laughs> Fair. You can put that so, fighting. Sign mostly for the Texans. At home. <laughs> All right, last segment, guys, and then we'll wrap this banger up. Uh, unfortunately, it's with a heavy heart that I report to you guys that the Houston Astros have won the World Series. Uh, they beat the hottest team in baseball, Philadelphia Phillies, in six games, won it four to two. Uh, game six was decided in the sixth inning when the Phillies were down, or the Phillies were winning rather, one zero. Jordan Alvarez comes up and just cranks a three-run rocket to center field. And I'll tell you what, like, <laughs> I hate the Astros. Um, and there's a few few silver linings in this, that them, that them winning this World Series. Number one, okay, I think we all can agree that we're happy for Dusty Baker that he finally got his World Series. Now, uh, him and his latex gloves can fuck right off sitting there in the dugout with those gloves on. I have no idea what he's doing with that. Take that shit can- off. It's so stupid. Unless you're tra- changing them every inning, like you're getting a mad dirty dude. It's just eyewash. Take them off, bro. It's all good. <laughs> Next point I want to make. Uh, I'm happy that they won and Correa is not there because I really don't like Carlos Correa. So the fact that yeah. he's not there and they won without him, that brings me a little bit of joy. And in fact, his replacement won World Series MVP. Who I hate so my, maybe more. I hate, I maybe hate that kid more than I hate Carlos Correa. <laughs> oh, I fucking cannot stand Jeremy Pena. <laughs> You're such fuck, a hater. Fuck such him, hater. dude. Fuck how do you that hate? Kid. How do you hate him more than Correa, dude? He's just a kid. He I sucks. Know. Fuck him. He always <laughs> he always does what you don't want him to do when he's doing things. It's fucked up. Every time I was like, all right, we just got to get this kid out. We just got to get around this kid. Base hit. Home run, fucking ever dude, diving, jumping up. It just seemed like the Phillies were like this short on like everything. Like yeah. balls hit to the outfield on the track. Like in in Philly, fucking McCormick caught the ball like on the wall. Um, Alvarez before he hit the home run caught a ball at the wall. Um, you know, Pena jumped and caught a ball in one of the games that was like, yeah, it looked like it was five feet over his head. So ugh. if the roof was closed got, though, if the roof oh. was yeah. closed. There you go. And then you the got roof, Man, roof, man. Even Trey Mancini with like his little pick at first base, like late in the game. Like in the that ninth shit. inning. What do you mean? It was in the ninth oh, yeah. inning. It was the last out of the game. Yeah, the last. That was perfect. It was perfect placement. Yeah. yeah. So it was fun. I mean, I hate Houston. I'm glad they won. They're for so those good. Two though. reasons that I laid out. They are so good. Uh, but I still really the hate bullpen. them. I, I don't respect that organization whatsoever. Uh, America is in pain right now that they won, except for Houston, Texas. Um, anybody have anything before we close I have a trend. Up? I have a trend. I won also silver lining. I don't know if you mentioned it, but the last two times the Phillies had won the World Series, our economy had gone into a recession. So we should we're be all right. We should, be okay. the line. we should be all right. <laughs> all right. Hey, boys, listen, another good one. Always, I appreciate you guys coming on with me, Cobell. It was a blast. Uh We'll carve out some more time for NHL next time. Hopefully we have some Follow better us things, on like I said, to say. Oh, how could I forget? We're new to TikTok, okay? At Talking Brandon. Balls Pod. Uh, give us a follow on there. And also, another uh, housekeeping <laughs> note. Another one last housekeeping note. Um, our giveaway is going live mm. tonight. Okay, Wait, I mentioned bang. it last week. I mentioned tonight. it last week. We're dropping it tonight, which is We're Monday. This. 
Yeah. <laughs> November 7th. All right. It's dropping tonight. You have to tag somebody. You got to make sure we're following on Instagram, on TikTok, uh, and comment with your buddy or pal's handle. So Do we're going to pick two winners. You're going to get a sticker. Okay. You can put it on a water bottle. You put it on a computer, put it on wherever put you on want. Your car. Put it on your car. Put it on your car. Put it on your car. Um, so you That's have it. until Friday at midnight. We are closing it Friday at midnight. Uh, best of luck to everyone. Spread the word. I'm trying to take this thing to the moon and I need a little bit more exposure from you guys at home. So I would appreciate it. And again, to my co-hosts, thank you very much. And we're signing off once again from the sack. Thank you. See ya.